0: Welcome to the Dawson and D Show.
1: Two great mates striving to improve in all areas of their lives.
0: The podcast is designed to empower everyday humans just like us who want to add more joy, energy and happiness into their daily lives.
1: Sharing our real life experiences and everyday struggles, relating to them in a personal way.
0: Expect uncensored stories, plenty of laughs
1: and tips and tricks to inspire you on your own journey. Now, let's go balls deep. Welcome back. Here we are, live from Zoom. The Dos and D Show is back. Dos, can you hear me? I can hear you, mate. It's uh, this is different. Yeah, mate. We
0: are Dos and D virtual call. This is this is unusual.
1: This is very very unusual. I haven't seen you for a few weeks. Um, and well, I'm just hoping yeah. the internet stays alive.
0: Gosh. Well, just then you were, I was waiting for a second. Then you weren't saying anything for a couple, about five seconds, and I thought, oh no, what's going on? So, uh, hopefully. By the end of this, it can all come together pretty nicely. I reckon it will, mate. I reckon it will. Your editing skills—you'll be fine. We'll be fine.
1: Yeah, we'll get through it, mate. We'll get through it. Well, tell me about the last few weeks. What's what's going on in your life?
0: Yeah, no, nah, it's been well. The listeners, I'm, I'm sure, would have enjoyed episode. Was it episode nine
1: last week? Nine, episode nine. Yeah,
0: episode nine with uh, with D flying solo. There, you did very well, by the way, mate. Oh, I laughing very very hard some of those parts but um yeah mate the last couple of weeks yeah I, i like all of us mate we're all kind of stuck in our houses here in melbourne and we're just i guess trying to stay sane and and keep ourselves occupied for those like myself who are still working i guess it's uh that's a positive you know in my mind of what's been going on. but other than that, we can't really do much. What about what about yourself? You sound like we had a nice little chat off air before and, and you're in a really good place yourself and um, you know you're doing some, some wonderful things.
1: I'm feeling great, mate. Um, I've actually really enjoyed this time, doing a lot of reading, a lot of learning as we always do. and uh, this morning even got up, kept my sleep habits quite, uh, quite good. So I got up yep. at about half past six this morning. we went down to the Oval, Pippi and I, my sister. And uh, did some running, some interval running, just to get the day kicked off, and that was good, mate. I I, I just feel better after that. We went for a long walk, about a five kilometre walk, got a coffee, and then sort of got stuck into the day with a little little bit of work. And the Spanish, as always, mate. So you
0: mm. know, you've got
1: to keep these uh, keep these little things up. But.
0: I actually uh, you, I actually had a chat with someone at, uh, at work yesterday, and they, we were talking about. I got a random question. Would you believe someone asked me, "Hey, hey, Dos." Do you know how to speak Spanish? And it was the most random question I've ever been no, asked right. at, at and work, and say? I just I just said, no, I don't. But one of my best mates is uh, has been doing it for over 250 days straight, and then she went off rolling. Uh, I said, give me some of your work, and I actually thought, you know what, you two you two could actually get together.
1: I think that's a sign, mate. You need to learn. Uh, you need to learn some Espanol. I think
0: I do. You've got what? How, is the app expensive? Can I use your password for this app, or what's the go? You know, tired asked
1: DOS? <laughs> No, it's a free, it's a free app, mate. You'll uh, be pleasantly surprised. So uh, yeah, it's totally free. So you'll be able to learn any language you'd like. And actually, on that, on
0: that too, mate, we're talking. You know, off the back of last week's healthy habits, the cold showers is something that you, you've jumped on board with. You've you've spoken about this morning.
1: Thanks to your influence, mate. Yeah, I got in the shower this week. I've been uh, actually washed my hair which I haven't been doing in isolation very often, but I washed my hair and conditioned my hair under the cold shower and that gave me an excuse to stay under it and that was really hard. What about you, mate? Have you been uh, keeping it up this week or has that dropped off a little bit?
0: Nah, it dropped off this week, to be honest. Um, if I'm being you know, completely open, um, I've had a real battle probably the last two weeks. You know, Coming off a few episodes back on, on anxiety, I probably had my worst real... And it's hard for me to kind of share too because I've just been... I've had my worst probably couple of weeks with anxiety that I've ever had. And that's saying something. Got to a real, real shitty spot two weeks ago um, where I was, you know, it was almost, it's just, it was just debilitating. And I've now started to, I guess, come out of that now and put a few practices in place and reached out for, you know, professional help and, you know, trying to get myself back on track a bit. And I think a big part of that too is just because of everything that's going on, um, it probably just it triggered it to another level that those outlets, you know, are not there anymore. You know, I can't, we can't get out there and distract ourselves catching up with mates or going to the footy or just keeping yourself occupied by getting out. You can't do any of that. So you're left with yourself, you know, and your thoughts and yeah, it just it came out of nowhere. So for myself on your question, I haven't actually been doing a lot of that because I've been focusing on just getting the basics done and looking after myself and, and trying to, I guess, like it was to the point where i you know i'm sure other people listening could relate is you know you don't want to do anything and i didn't want to even do the basics in terms of I'll, i didn't want to eat i didn't want to drink water i didn't want to get out of the house I, I actually wanted to go to work which is a good thing but i was in a really bad spot and i'm slowly coming out of that now and you know it'll take some time i know that but um yeah mate i, I think if you can look at it yourself and go take away that expectation and pressure that, you know, we love to put on ourselves, but actually having the self-awareness to go, no, that pressure right now isn't going to do me any good. So yeah, right now, mate, I, I'm not I'm not doing as well as you from that front, but um, I know I'll be getting there again pretty shortly.
1: It's good, mate. Um, and I'm glad you shared that because anxiety is, is really interesting. And, and we talked about it a few weeks ago, but it's funny how things change since that episode. i probably had my worst i suppose experience with anxiety during this time too and it just comes from frustration and and loss of control everybody's feeling it i know a lot of my family members are feeling anxious um, and struggling with it a lot of my friends are it's just a weird weird time and to me it's just getting back in control that's the only way i feel better you know you, as you know you can't just snap out of it but just going back to the basics things you can control such as your breathing you know got for me going for runs and knowing that i'm in control of my body and moving yeah it's the only way through for me personally yeah so i get it it's hard you're not it's, alone it's, I'm, yeah
0: no I, I and and it is good to share that but at the same time you know i want to state the fact too like you saying that i wish i could even i wish i could be in control and could you know, I wish I could get out and go for a run during that stage, but it was, at, it was at a level I couldn't even do that. I couldn't even get out for a walk. And that's, I think, stripping it back to the complete basics of like, no, you need actually, you need to seek out and tell someone because you're at a stage where you, if you can't get out of bed or you um, like for me, I think we spoke about my physical symptoms of it, you know, mate, for a whole week. My whole body was basically tingling, you know, my legs, pins and needles. I was getting spasms in certain parts of my body. My stomach is just like, you know, that roller coaster feeling. My stomach was literally in that knot for like a week and a half. And you think that yeah. something is something is wrong with you. Like, you're, like, I think you really put it into some good words the other day on the phone, which I've really taken on board was it's amazing how everything with COVID right now, they actually, what they try to tell, what everyone's trying to tell you is, all right, Look out for these. If you have any of these symptoms, that's when you should be worried. And I'm one of those worriers, like you said, if I hear someone tell me those symptoms, I'll start thinking that everything going on in my body, whether it's a cough or a sneeze or, a, oh no, I've got COVID-19. That's the way my anxiety works. It gets triggered by, I guess, what other people um, are saying towards me. And that's what happened. My doctor said to me, you don't need to be worried about these pains. Only if you probably get this pain, that pain, that pain, that's when you should be worried. And of course, I got off the phone and I started feeling all those other side effects. She said you shouldn't be feeling, and my body yeah. went into complete panic. And it's hard to even explain, mate, because I think everyone, everyone is different, and I, I, oh, I can't, yeah, I can't even put it into words because it's a horrible, horrible feeling, and I don't wish it on anyone else. But I'm slowly starting to get out of it now. And you're right, everyone experiences, experiences some angst and anxiety, and right. we're all feeling it at the moment. I guess I just wanted to push the fact that, yeah, it's it's okay to to really struggle, you know and i think oh, i'm in, i've been in that boat you know if you really are struggling it's okay you know you don't have to you don't have to have it all together and you're allowed to be pissed off about the situation because it sucks
1: yeah absolutely yeah look you, you had it a lot more severe than i had for sure my anxiety for me it was the most extreme i've ever had not to your level by any means and mine come in small waves and it's based on other areas it's it's complete lack of control of a situation and everything's speculation that's the part that i find difficult about this whole situation is you're just getting everybody's opinion and nobody really knows nobody knows unfortunately nobody knows what to believe anymore nobody knows what's real what's fake what's true what's not true and everybody's left to their own sort of device with choosing what they want to believe or what they want to hear and what they want to see so for me i I really have stayed off social media facebook and instagram uh, for a lot more of these last sort of three weeks and just focusing on things that i can control and for me that really helped me it sounds like as you said you couldn't even get that to that stage initially which sucks like i can't imagine how hard it is but i think it's a good thing to point out that you're getting professional help as well that's something believe it or not i'm doing as well um yeah i think everybody should have a therapist even if you're on top of the world and nothing's wrong with you because it's it's still another area of self-improvement yeah definitely and
0: uh, yeah definitely
1: I think society deems therapy and psychology and all that kind of stuff is you have to have a serious issue or you have to be depressed or you, you have had to gone through some kind of real trauma. But yeah. I think there's just so many positive benefits even when you're on top of the world. And I think, mate, it's brave that you put it out there and I think it's great that you did that and took that step. And I think a lot of people should be prepared to do that too and I suppose it's just hard to, to take that initial leap.
0: Yeah, uh, I think that's a, a really good point that first leap is always the hardest and that fear of, fear of making the right decision or the wrong decision, there's no right or wrong. Um, That's what I've kind of come to realize is like by actually acknowledging that the decision is a good decision. Like it doesn't, you know, I think I was worried about picking the right person to talk to and putting it off because I can't find the right person or putting it off because it'll have to be over the phone because you can't see anyone in person, you know, like I kept kind of using excuses not to you know, I was all oh, mate, I was told by my doc, my GP, like probably six months ago, that I should probably start seeing a psychologist, and and I kept putting it off. And she gave me my referral six months ago, and I actually spoke to her on the phone a couple of weeks ago because I actually called her at like seven thirty at night when I was having like a really bad panic attack, and I yeah, it was horrible. I thought I actually thought I'm like something something's happening to me. I'm like um, this is not right, and she put some real reassurance on myself, and um, she just said this you need to do this you're at a stage yeah. now where you're, you're actually like you're tort- you've tortured yourself for a whole week panic and and you need to actually start talking to someone and like you said it, that does, you don't have to get to a situation like that to seek out for some help but i think it's important to just talk and as much as it is great and we need friends and family and reaching out and speaking to them but like you said like it could be great for everyone you know to to have someone that, I guess of an outsider's point of view, you know, someone who doesn't know your story, who doesn't know either side of you know the story either, you know, someone that's completely um, not involved, listen to what you have to say.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think communication's key. That's the thing that helped me as well. I should point out is the more I bottled it up, I'm sure people can relate. This doesn't just go with anxiety, but the more you bottle things up, you just feel like people don't understand, and that's only because you're not communicating. I was getting more and more frustrated with the people around me because I was hiding things from them based on how I was feeling, which, you know, creating situations in my head that weren't even 100% real. So when talking to Pippi, my sister, about this, you know, there's just you just got to somehow let it out. Well, I do anyway. And some people literally do a brain dump where they journal and write down all their feelings. Some people need to rant it. But I think just any form of communication, especially talking to somebody professional, that's that's just really the best way you can go. So, mate, tell me about, because you said you went through that difficult period, how did you get out of it? Or when did you, because I can tell from just talking to you from the last time I spoke to you, you're in such a better place. Yeah. What worked for you? How did you get out of it? Well,
0: I'm definitely not out of it. I'll just point that out. I think, I can understand everyone Everyone has anxiety and stresses and worry and, and things like that. But when it got to the point where, which I hadn't had it for years, was when, it, when the physical symptoms started coming out, and stopping me from just living my everyday life. Like that's yep. how it started and how it was. And, you know, I start, I was getting this little headache. And then the way my anxiety works is, oh my God, that headache means I've got a brain tumor. Like that's the way it, my, my panic and the way my anxiety works. And then for f- three or four weeks, the headache yep. started getting a bit stronger at certain times of the day. I was on, this is the worst bit about social media. I was on social, I was on Instagram one night. I wasn't too worried about my headache and my little feelings. And then all of a sudden, I just saw someone on Instagram, my age, headache, got diagnosed with that. And I was like, uh, Meg goes, You completely changed. Like, as soon as I saw that post, that's when it all just flipped. So that night, and I Facebook went.
1: Facebook can read your mind, by the way.
0: Yeah. So from that moment, I the next week and a half my body must have went into like fight or flight mode so there must have been something in my brain that goes you've got this you've got this you've got this like as in you've got that wrong with you and then your brain is now constant or your body is now constantly trying to i guess survive on this through this adrenaline mind comes out and all these different physical symptoms and they're so uncomfortable and even you know meg was so good but it was to the point where like we would you know she was well one night i was so of a night time, that's when I'd feel my most uncomfortable and anxious. And something as simple as what I've always done, meditate. I couldn't even meditate. Like I was like breathing. I couldn't even do the breathing because I was in that much panic, and I was just so in so much discomfort. I couldn't even lay down and breathe because, you know, of all the feelings that were going on. And it was. I was still going to work, and the headache was still there. So you're thinking about it at work all day, and then came home one night, and I, I said, oh, I need to go to the chemist. So we went to the chemist, and I got some some stuff and meg ran inside got the stuff and i was in the car and i was idiot i was googling stuff again so i was googling symptoms and then that's when i went into a full-blown another full-blown panic attack and yeah i rang my doctor that night and i told her and then she was like yeah you need to do this this and this so it was basically like to answer your question the way i did it was like as soon as i spoke to her i just felt a little bit better and then she obviously you know made a few recommendations for myself and since going through with those you know i felt a lot better and the other thing too is like i said earlier is taking the pressure off myself so literally getting up like getting up and going to work for me this week was a win you know not because i didn't i didn't go for a single run this week i didn't meditate at all i didn't do a cold shower I haven't eaten great you know i've eaten okay but not not the best you know what i'm not going to judge myself and i'm not going to going to think of myself as i guess a failure this week because i haven't done all those high performance habits we you know we really Can ourselves on and just doing the basics and if the basics for me is getting up and going to work and coming home you know at the moment which next week you know i'm going to hopefully start ticking off some goals again but this week that's what i need to do and giving myself permission to to feel that and accept that
1: yeah absolutely mate no that sounds that sounds really good i'm glad to hear that you're taking those steps and you're able to Take the pressure away, um, realize what you needed to do, and and take action to start doing that. Which is sometimes it's elimination, not yeah, you know, you know adding things. So, um, with um, also
0: really- I'll ask, I'll ask, I'll, I'll say to you, like, with the social media aspect, you know, if you want to touch on that, because I'm sure people have noticed, like, our activity on, you know, our own personal Instagram for Doss and D. You know, we haven't been as active. You know, it's obviously you and myself. We both kind of have been offered a little bit.
1: Yeah, well, I think that's you messaged me and we had a chat over the phone about you know just taking some pressures away, which we hold ourselves to quite high pressures, just even for each other, and not directly, probably indirectly. Like I feel that I need to perform for your standards, and you probably feel the, you know, the same way, vice versa. So we just decided to take that step away for a little while. Look, I was being v- less active on social media altogether for a couple of weeks, so we're not posting as much at the moment. I think we realized that especially for us, we're just taking the pressures away and focusing on what we need to produce. And all we need to produce right now is a weekly episode, which we're doing. And there's plenty of work associated in just that. And right now that's all we're focusing on the basics. Let's get that right. And then take away some of the other pressures and start to build it up in our own time when we're ready. Um, So that's one of the things we, we sort of took away, but what about what's
0: another, another what about?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. I, I, I noticed myself saying it too. So, I can't even think of another way to word it. So I'm going to say, yeah. yeah what about um, <laughs> what's a what's one good thing about this situation? When if our international listeners, there are international listeners, we're in what's called stage four in Australia. Stage four lockdown, and it's basically it's very very strict. You can barely go outside. So, well, um, only
0: only our, only our state. So not the whole country. Just us no. in Victoria. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I won't talk about the the bloke in charge, but <laughs> but. Yeah, so we're very strict. So, but what's one good thing that's come out of being so locked down? What's one thing that you've actually said? Well, if this wasn't to happen, I would never have achieved this or started. Yeah. you know this habit.
0: <laughs> it's a yeah. That's a really really good question. I think there's a few things like for myself and Meg, our relationship been great for us. Uh, I guess partners. You know, we've spent more time together and probably been tested. You know, you're living in a small two bedroom flat and. You know, she's working from home and I was working from home when I was at my other job. Now I'm not, but we've been tested, but it's been really good for for our relationship. So I say like, yeah, that's, that's a really big win for us. And there's obviously there's plenty of things, you know, when you, when you talk about mindfulness and gratitude, you know, you can sing your praises around those two and what we have and looking at a whole, at a point of view of say uh, an australian what we have here in this country you know we're, we're very lucky and very blessed compared to others and, and what what we've been through but i also want to stress the fact too is i think i mentioned it earlier is i've always been that person who's always i'm grateful for for everything i have in my life you know i have to look at the, the positives you know there's so much good happening don't ever be negative don't ever be down you know don't ever you know look on the other side of that and I'd also want, I just want to stress that it's okay to, for for all of us here in Victoria, you know, it's all right to be upset and frustrated and, and not want to be grateful at the moment. You know, I I think, I think the first lockdown, mate, was really good. Like that's when I reckon I, the first lockdown, my mindset was fantastic. And I, I don't know how many weeks, I can't remember what that was, but I actually looked at it. I think during that lockdown is when I quit my job. So there was, you know, some excitement happening and, we started the podcast during that lockdown too, or a bit before it. So, and and I used that time to really build myself up within my areas, you know, that we, we talk about the areas of our life we want to improve in. So I was focusing on all, all of those, but you know, right now that when, it, when we got out for a little bit and then now we're stuck again, you know, at stage four, which is another level, I'm really struggling a bit through this one, but yeah,
1: I, I don't know about you. How do you feel about it? Mate, I'm, I'm the opposite. I think I mean I'm very frustrated. I'm very agitated. That's I'm not going to lie about that. I've had those little moments of anxiety, as I touched on before, panic attacks even, which I never experienced before. One came from in in the car. At the moment, it's so strict. You can only have one person go shopping. So Pippi and I, I'll tell you a good habit in a minute. But Pippi and I have started this program, which is food and and exercise. So we obviously buy our own food and cooking together and working hard on these, on this fitness program every single day. So when I drove the car and Pippi ran in and quickly did the shopping and in that period of being in the car, like I just started having those weird feelings I've never had before where you sort of start shaking and you have these negative thoughts that have come out of nowhere, things that are saying that you're sort of not worthy for, for just even basic things that are happening in your life, your connections you've got, your friends, your family. So those sort of things come out of nowhere and it normally is a trigger, sorry, it's triggered from little things that have happened throughout the day whether it's reading social media or hearing about or just feeling the current situation I mean super frustrating. we all miss each other some of the rules don't make sense to everybody family members we all want to visit and family members that are alone and you feel empathy for those situations too the first lockdown I didn't feel great actually I feel like I put on weight and I was exercising and doing some running because footy was still at the time we thought we were going to play but this lockdown I've really I've eaten so clean. I've started this program that I mentioned before. This exercise is really, really good. It's all indoors and it's without equipment. And I've learned so much, so many exercises I never knew before. So I've really stuck to that. I've kept all my ha- habits that I had prior. I've, all, I've just really put them as priority to make sure I get them done. And, and I've learned a lot. I've just been learning so many new skills. So I feel like I'm just reading. Those skills I really am grateful for and I wouldn't have had the time normally to do that, but I feel like I've my, I've been very efficient with time, so I'm quite happy about that because I'm just trying to make the best of a bad situation, I suppose. And, and I know that when we come out of lockdown, we're going to lose a lot of time all of a sudden when work's back to normal, when hobbies are back to normal, and suddenly we need to, all vi- well not need, but we want to visit each other and we're going to lose a lot of time all of a sudden. So th- th- for those reasons, it's been quite positive. I'm quite happy mentally I feel good right now as of this second I feel good I have moments I have rants I go on maniacal rants to my family and sometimes on the phone to people but that's as you said I think that's normal right now we're all feeling the pinch and it's frustrating when you look online and you see other places of the world that's open even other places in this country that's more open to where we are and you have that FOMO feeling but mate apart from that I I can't complain look I've got a roof roof above my head I'm with my family I've really connected again with them which I've hadn't done for a long time when i was living alone so there's been plenty of positives mate yeah i think we're all just dealing with it in our own way
0: yeah and that's the biggest part too is everyone's dealing in their own way my reaction obviously doesn't sound like the best compared to yours but i'm okay with that because i was feeling exactly what you were feeling now in the first lockdown you know i was feeling great yeah and really grateful and you know the experience was one of optimism and opportunity which i still see it now as that too but after the last couple of weeks and probably the way my mindset is right now and the way my mind is and i'm probably you know not as close to that state of mind as i would like to be but i'm not judging myself for that so it's good though it's really good to hear
1: but that's life too mate like we're obviously putting it in periods of lockdowns which is months or or weeks or whatever but life we're going to go through life anyway we all go through stages of life we have three months where things aren't working out and it's shit out you have three months where you're on top of the world and everything's working well so although we're comparing it to a lockdown sense because we're actually physically told and legally have to be inside and ourselves, it's still part of life and it's still just a trend that's going to continue just probably with less restrictions, obviously. Mm. For sure, with less restrictions. But mate, with this episode, we decided because we weren't 100% sure what we're going to talk about. We do have plenty of topics up our sleeve, but because we haven't done this for a while and we're trying on Zoom, that... We're going to try something different and we've been talking about it for weeks at the end of the episodes we always encourage people to write in which they've been doing and we're very grateful for so what i've done is i've created a little document and we both have access to it with some questions that people have asked for some content so this will get the show up and running for today and how do you want to do it mate do you want me to ask you a question do you want to ask it and we both answer it how do you how should we do this well I reckon we just I guess we would talk about those couple
0: of you know stories I reckon at the top that we want to share because I think I think that'd be a really good
1: place to start okay sounds good mate okay so you want to start with that email well I'll, yeah you go for it you go for it Okay, so one of the emails we got at the end of episode three. Now, episode three was all about expectations on society and, and the normal life, which we are talking about the everyday life of going to school and going to university, getting a job, getting married, having kids, all that sort of stuff. We got an email from my auntie of all people. She's a very intelligent woman that works in the university sector. And she sent us a very good email, I suppose, not an opposing view, but a different point of view, of what we talked about so i'll read it out and then dos can elaborate a little bit further on what he thinks about it so she wrote her name is ida horvath by the way ida writes what is missing for many people is that they have no expectations of themselves many reasons for this okay for people like yourselves who have drive determination and imagination but not good for people who have none of these qualities so what is it that gives you that and why is it not and why is not everyone endowed with this i'd argue it has something to do with your upbringing and some of the expectations on you My observation has been that parents who have no expectations also produce very aimless and directionless kids who have become aimless and directionless adults. We also know that if you have no expectations on yourself you will not achieve what you want ever. On the other hand society also needs the people who are comfortable and consistent. They're the ones that keep everything going. Everybody can't all be brilliant entrepreneurs. There is also one other point. Sometimes there are better times to do some things than others and people can get this really wrong. I always knew that if I'd If I had kids, which she doesn't, I would not practically have the time to devote to the very active and fulfilling career I had and felt passionate about. There's always a lot of pressure to have kids and be told this is natural, but I've never felt it and never bowed to it. You can get diverted from your dreams, though just what happens to you in life or what control you allow yourself to give up. There is also more sensible times to do certain things than others. E.g. hard to get a professional career if you've had several kids under five years at the time you are 20. Yet people do this kind of stuff and don't know why they have such a hard time of it all. So, expectations need to be realistic according to our choices and what we have to model ourselves on. The issues are very nuanced indeed. And then love, Ida. Yeah, it's powerful. I really like, I, I really like connected with this when she emailed that in.
0: And that was probably seeing the other side of, this, of the story. And that part of, you know, that email when she talks about not everyone has that same mindset that we have. And yes, I guess the expectations that we have on ourselves you know we've both talked about our parents especially our dads and how they're both they're both dreamers and and both entrepreneurs in their own mind or in their own ways and you know we've had that role model and i guess that expectation is kind of that they put on themselves you know we we, we've saw that as kids and we kind of put that on ourselves and we want to we want to follow in those footsteps and you know yeah we've seen that so and lived that um so i think I think that's really, really powerful in terms of how people are parented. And I loved what she said about we need, you know, we need those people who, who are comfortable and enjoy being comfortable. And we need those people in the world because otherwise we wouldn't have accountants. We wouldn't have. Um, keeps
1: everything ticking. Yeah.
0: Bankers. We wouldn't have bakers. Oh, oh, there's, I don't even know why We're I'm listing those yeah. three occupations, but those the ones that are comfortable and, you know, might not have their own business or they might not be risk takers or they might not. It's hard to even, I guess, put into words at times, but to know that there is another side of the story, you know, that we we need those people in the world. Otherwise, the the world doesn't, I guess, keep spinning.
1: Yeah. And I think I like what she put too, like she chose not to have kids. I've often actually spoken to her about that decision, which is probably a private conversation. So I won't throw under the bus, but it's an interesting perspective. But, you know, she was told from her, from my grandma and her mum, that was the way the family worked is that you had kids like you had to go down that that route and she was a little bit different so she decided to put career ahead of that because she had a lot of ambition and drive and she's been very successful in what she's done in fact she's been ultra successful so I, I like that side of the story too and I like the fact that there's many directions you can go in life and at the time of us recording that we were very very well I mean we still are very driven and devoted to what we want to do but it's just good to get that other side of the story because we did get a lot of people that didn't relate to that and that's fine as well.
0: I think we knew we were going to get that and you know especially from I guess both of our stories and from my stick you know being in a job for only a few months and deciding to quit right during COVID obviously it's a risk and people would look at that and I look at where I am now and take away the last couple of weeks with my anxiety and you know the way my mental health's been but you know I started my new job I've gone uh, back to the nursery where I used to work and you know what, I'm I'm working outside with, you know, some incredible people and a couple of them are my close mates and some really, really good uh, I guess people that are managers there and you know, I'll go into work and I'm working outside in the fresh air and having good conversation and I come home and I there's no I just feel good. Like there's no That's good mate you know that's only a few days a week while me and you you know continue to build up what we want to build up and i'm enjoying that and i'm happy and and i think that's that's exactly the spot that i wanted to be in and i'm and i'm absolutely stoked with that i think the biggest part of it for me and thanks so much ida for sending in the the email because that was it's probably the longest one we've got and even you rereading that day i hadn't read it for a while since we probably first read it but to actually keep understanding and remembering to ourselves that those that I guess, want to search for, for that career and they have that goal, you know, that dream. They can do it if they want to do it. But it's a matter of, I guess, absolutely other. it's a matter of other decisions that you're making in your life and how crucial they really, like how crucial they are. They're not just little decisions. Like for example, she talks about her career and, and having kids could affect that. I think a lot of people now probably make decisions very quickly and abruptly and they affect, without even really thinking, they actually really affect a few of the other things going on in their life and they might, in a a positive way or a negative way. And I think her point in that, that's, I think about that a lot. A a decision to get married and have kids, which I can't wait to have one day, mind you. I think in being able to be mindful of when you make that decision, when you're comparing it or comparing it, when you're linking it up with your career, because it can really change the whole aspect of everything.
1: Absolutely, man. I think it just comes down to happiness and that's become... So evident in the past few weeks for both of us. I think at the end of the day, it's all about being happy. And some people don't like saying that because it's, it sounds selfish. But life is freaking short. We don't know. None of us have any clues. So whatever makes you happy is what you should strive to be. And it's not being selfish striving for those goals, whether that's being an entrepreneur and being self efficient and working on all these ideas, or whether that's working in you know a corporate job and and you work because you're climbing a ladder and it, and it buys you a house and it buys you a you know, a holiday and all these sorts of things. If that's what makes you happy, then that's what you need to do. And exactly, I think that's what it really comes down to. Everybody's different. We gave one perspective, which we were very in sync with. And then Ida, my auntie, I feel weird saying Ida, <laughs> she gave a, a different perspective too, which is great. Mate, how about you read? Yeah, I'll read the next one. I want one. you to read so, Sue's email.
0: Yeah, so the lovely Sue Mason, the lovely Mrs. Mason, Sue, well, Sue's written this. Hey, boys, just catching up on the podcast. Great job having a son of the same age. It's educational to hear the insights, especially in relation to the pressures to be what others expect of you, and also the, pers- the perceived pressure that you put on yourself to conform. Would love to hear your thoughts on supporting friends who lose their way. How far you can push it, and how you can I- have it. How far you can push it, and how you can have an influence. Congrats on the series, Sue Mason. So, just to quickly put a little um, story on that. So Sue um, is a really close family friend of ours, been around our family for for many years, worked for my dad for probably going on, yeah, going on 20 years, being a part of, you know, my entire upbringing. It's funny, you know, I even worked with Sue for a couple of years there when I worked within the business the last few years and getting to know Sue even more. So to get this message was really special. So thanks for sending it in, Sue. But, you know, it's it's a really good question. Um, I'd love you to answer that, mate.
1: Yeah, mate. Well, I think it's it's difficult. So I'm just reading the part, rereading the part supporting friends who lose their way. That can be difficult because friends, <laughs> obviously, it's an interesting age. And I was actually having this conversation yesterday. I was talking to my youngest sister, who's only nineteen, and she's going. She's. I said to her, like, over the next five, six years, you're going to see a lot of change in your friends. We've seen it, and we're going to continue to see it. But I have sort of those six years on her, and and people have twenty years on us, or, or fifty years on us. But people make decisions people make wrong decisions and people can be easily influenced as as we talked about in that vulnerability episode. But I think just being a positive influence on people, I know it sounds simple. It's just, it's all you can really do initially. It's just setting an example and trying to take ownership and leadership of a, of a situation. Actually being able to lead somebody in, in an interaction, in an activity and sort of pulling them along a little bit and just giving them, sometimes people need to kick up the ass. Mm. You know, that's the truth. Sometimes people do need to be told they need to change. What about you, mate? How would you go about it? Like, I love that last
0: bit of what you said, but I'm also on the other way too. Like, there's obviously two sides to every story, but there's a lot of ad campaigns going around at the moment about what to say after, are you okay, to someone? So, yeah, that's the, yes, it's great to say, are you okay? And that's fantastic for someone to actually reach out to someone and, and ask the question, but what if the response is, I'm not okay? What, what do you say after yeah. that? And that's what I relate this question to a lot too. You know, she might not have actually meant it from a mental health perspective, but to me, is it, that is a huge thing, I guess, in the circle of my friends. I feel like I'm a person who, who knows the questions and, and the things to ask after that, you know, but others don't. Supporting your friends who are losing their way or might be struggling, one of the biggest, I think, parts about friendship is just support, like just being there to support one another. And that yeah. that can be as simple as just checking in, just simple text messages, just just being there for each other. You know, we felt that a lot um, together, you know, you and I being there to support one another. And, you know, and I've had some really, a couple of other close mates reach out, you know, in recent times. And it's just been really nice to, to have other people, even, even just people that are feeling what you're feeling, and and when you both feel that same struggle, or if it's struggle, or if it's um, happiness, whatever you know, one of the feelings are you're sharing that and supporting each other through that together. I guess yeah. from my personal experience, I've had that recently with some friends, and being able to support each other through the struggle is probably what's helped me. You know, more or less helping them. But you know, it's a really nice question, and we you know, mateship is something we you know we take very strong we take it really seriously here in australia especially but us you know you and i I know that's something that we want to create we want to create you know this to be a community of you know real support and 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 people can can be honest and be vulnerable and and like i guess we'll read out a couple of others too but people are sharing their stories and being vulnerable and and hopefully everyone out there can continue to support one another
1: yeah i think we're lucky because we've We've embraced for a long time that being able to be honest with each, uh, with each other and open up about our struggles and, and let other people take control. I think it's hard for people that feel that they either are a burden or they're nervous about opening up and telling that telling somebody that they are finding something difficult. And yeah, that's for some reason, that's sort of what I'm feeling here with this message from Sue. She talks about conforming. And mm. I think it. how do you actually, if you see somebody going down that path, how do you actually pull them out yeah. without... If they're not actually asking for that advice, that's the part that I find sort of intriguing.
0: And and I, I also, yeah, I love that you touched on that because this is one thing that I've even thought about a lot too, you know, being, having, quitting the job and kind of going to probably, you know, receive some type of feedback from whether it's friends or family. And I was worried about that having i guess that pressure perceived pressure like she says you know we put on ourselves but also you know the pressure the conformed pressure that society puts on us to kind of fitting in i think it's so important to continue to keep an eye out for those um, that might feel the similar way to you you know i like you said it's hard for others to actually even go against the grain you know there's people probably that are listening that might feel like they want to go against the grain in some form you know it could be a little way but it is that Um, perceived pressure that's stopping them
1: and i think it's important too that to show somebody another it's to show somebody another direction they can go in a positive sense so it's talking you know when you talk to people that are really negative and it's always they only talk about complaining or the bad things that are happening in their life or you know it's actually then answering that with okay you empathize with their situation but then you are positive about things that are going on in your life even if it sucks like you're coming from it from another angle and showing that there's another way to sort of live or another way to you know there's always another option so there's another way to feel good that doesn't require drugs there's another Definitely. way to get to a natural high as an example spot on yeah
0: should be um sorry sorry i cut you off no you go mate you go no i was no i was going 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 to jump on to the next one but you finish if you no,
1: want. no good mate i was i could see that you uh you got instagram up and going so you want to read that message yeah do you mind
0: uh is that all right
1: yeah i go for it mate
0: i think this is this one i really love from the one and only dan hayden share that's to big dan this one's really we received this DM on Instagram, and, and we both know Danny H personally. Um, absolute character, ripper bloke, Great a, larri- leader a, larri- man. a leader of men, a larrikin, and we both played footy with him. So we received this DM from him, and it was he, he's someone who I probably didn't expect this message from. And it was just really refreshing to see it from someone who, me personally, I've always looked at Danny H as a real you know, intelligent bloke, a smart bloke, a guy who's got a really, I guess, smart head on his shoulders, and, he, and he's got a big future ahead of him. So, Danny H, we're going to read this out. So, boys, finally got around to listening to the show. Absolutely loved it. You're both naturals. I started with episode four, completely related to everything you said about having the courage to leave your job. I thought I'd share my story for your viewing pleasure. I worked bloody hard at a place for over a year in Brisbane. Let's just put that into, I guess, story, is Danny H has moved from Melbourne to Brisbane for work. So that's a big deal, right? Absolutely. Learned lots from it, but just as you said, stress... 10 to 12 hour days. It was tough. A really shit workplace culture that people around say they want to improve, but their actions leave plenty to be desired. Was planning on leaving for a while, but just never did it because I guess I was too comfortable. Not sure what else I would do. Anyway, one day in April management calls me into a meeting and says I'm lazy. Attitude sucks. Directly attacking my character. After I pushed back and defended my position, I was even told by my branch manager I was selfish Walked away that day on good terms after we all calmed down, but I was really rattled. It was like all the effort I put in to try and show I was always willing to go above and beyond was for absolutely nothing. Drove into work the next day, felt physically sick, and decided, that it's time, that decided that it, that's it for me. Got through the day, resigned that evening. I could go into detail around how I felt, that, felt before and after that moment, but you boys already summarised it perfectly. Definitely got yourselves another loyal listener. Keep up the great work.
1: Yeah, well... I mean, it's amazing. I, I've read that message a few times. And, and like you, mate, when I got it, I was I was pretty positively shocked because I haven't been in contact with him for a while, especially since he went up to Brisbane. And what I, what I think I replied with, or one of my replies, I know we both replied to him, but was that the perception for me, this was the interesting part, was that he was actually in a really good spot and having a really good time. And the perception from his closer mates that we're friends with Eddie, I'll shout Eddie out because he loves listening to the show. You know, the perception was he was doing really well. He's in a good place. He's really happy and things are just working out well for him. But it's, again, it's just you don't know what's going on beneath the surface. But firstly, I think it's amazing that people that have the courage to take that step, especially when they're out of even the state that they're born and raised in, away from their family and friends, he's taken a huge leap. He's backed himself in, but he's also backed his own character in. That's Mm. the part that I really admire. And look, I love hearing those stories because it proves that... Firstly, it proves that you and I aren't alone, Dos. We uh, we have other yeah. people that, <laughs> that have sort of the similar dreams. But yeah, mate, I think it's just an inspiring story and obviously wish him the best of luck. I know that he's doing some other things on the side, which is great. And I'm sure you'll get him up and running knowing him. So but what did you take out of it, mate?
0: Yeah, well, that's what I wanted to say as well. I just want to acknowledge, acknowledge him because it's just really, like I said, I said the word refreshing. Like It was just so nice to see it because at times you feel like within our circle or within our community, there's not... There's probably not too many people that are, I guess, sharing that kind of thing. You know, they might be feeling or they may have gone through that experience, but it's really nice to actually hear it from someone you know. And it just reassured me and us in what we're doing in the decisions I made. I was so happy and content with my decision and and the way that I want to live my life now from now on moving forward. and. And when I when I saw that, I thought, you know what? Like, I know it wasn't us that made him, that impacted that decision he made. But there's other people around us within our circle. But we just don't know it. And it's really nice and reassuring to to know that there is other people that feel the same way. Because, it, like you said, it is. It's it's hard when I guess a big part of society, even in general, whether it's family, close friends, it's it's hard. You know, when you when you tell someone the news or you're explaining what your goals are or your dreams or your ambitions and and you might get looked at funny and there's probably more funny yeah. looks than the good looks so it's nice to to hear someone that's that has experienced that themselves and i'm just proud of him i'm just i'm wrapped for him and i'm really excited for him to be where he is up interstate he, he can actually leave the house which he's i'm sure he's enjoying <laughs> But um, good on you, Danny H. You know, we'll we'll definitely hopefully when you come down to Melbourne, we'll we'll get you on the show and we can have a chat in more detail.
1: The other thing too with that decision, I think it's great, and I and I love people that back themselves in and make these decisions, and I think that that's ultimately going to lead to happiness, and it's a great thing. But the little part of the story that really speaks to me as well is that it was a measured decision because he could have walked out during when every when things got heated, yeah, when he got personally victimized or questioned or whatever the the situation was. Obviously. We don't know to what extent that was. He could have quit on the spot, and it would have been an emotional decision without mm. any thought. The fact that he was able to calm down, everybody was supposed to calm down, measure, take step away from that situation, think about it over time, and then yeah. make a measured decision. I think that's the best part. So that yeah, that, that shows Danny, mate, shows with?
0: so much maturity, doesn't it?
1: Yeah oh it does so yeah we're behind you mate and looking forward to uh he's a very funny man too so i'm looking (laughs) forward to catching up with him again uh another message we got was from m burns that wrote in via Facebook. so this is our this is our fourth question or statement and this is our fourth platform that we've got a question from so well this is more of a statement but i'll just read it out so m writes hey boys i'm listening to the anxiety episode this is so awesome not sure if you know but i get high anxiety so listening to this is super relatable so proud of you for sharing your experiences, and then we replied, and she said, yeah, I don't really talk about it much, not because I'm ashamed of it or anything, like Dos, I see a psychologist too, best thing I did, so proud of you boys. So, just wanted to acknowledge Em, thank you for putting yourself out there and letting us know, I I was, I've known Em for, I don't know how long, 10 years, maybe longer, and I never knew that, so yeah, me too. it's funny how you learn, when people open up, you just learn things, so yeah, just wanted to acknowledge you, Em, and I love that taking a step to, to seek some kind of help professionally and you're working on it and that you're honest and can help others. Mm. I'll have a quick flick, mate, because Dry Richardson likes to, and, you know, the Easter egg is that we mention him every week. <laughs> so there are, oh, he did right. I want to know if D is a virgin. So, um, <laughs> yeah, Dry, uh, listen to the last episode, mate. That'll answer your question. <laughs> <laughs> you got any others, mate, that are popping out? I mean, we got oh, a long
0: list of people. We yeah, we've, know, got we've got a got... long list of people. I had um, you know, th- I'll share one and a close family family that were cl- are <laughs> I'll word that again. A family that we're really close with, uh, the Healy's, <laughs> and I've known them since I was a baby. And Christy, Haley, and Alana. I think Christy and Haley listen. I'm not sure about Alana. I haven't had a reach out from Alana, but um, their dad Paul, <laughs> obviously, he didn't know how to use podcast app or spotify and he obviously knows me and he hayley goes message me saying hey can you send me the spotify link because dad wants to listen to it and he didn't know how so she <laughs> she showed him the link and he's um he's like a maintenance maintenance man or, or you could say almost like a landscaper he does lawns and maintenance around the gardens and stuff and i think he was listening to it you know with his headphones in while he was mowing some lawns and he actually rang me and it was so nice because he said to me, um, he gave us, gosh, as as we do, D, we love pumping ourselves up. Which that's basically what we're <laughs> doing right now is uh, all the all the messages and support we've been getting. But it was just a a nice little message. But what I took from his phone call and it was just great to have a chat and catch up with him. But he just said like we spoke about that feeling of being lost, and I and he said, you know, why it's so great what you're doing. You know, why are you really doing it? And I just said, oh well, we felt like that's something we want wanted as tw- you know young adults. You know, especially. The, especially yeah. the stage we're in right now you know trying to work out what what life is all about and what you want to do and we want to hopefully share our stories and, you know, our experiences through, you know, throughout this time in our life to hopefully, you know, can encourage and help others relate. And he just said, you know, it's great that you're going to relate to, to all those younger people. But he said, you know, there's lots of other older people out there that also feel lost and don't know what they want to do either. He said, you know, yeah. it's not just young people that you're going to hopefully connect with. There's a lot of people who've probably had kids and now in the next stage of their life who could listen to this and, you Actually connect with it and relate to it, and I, yeah, I that I really that. felt that I was like, gee, that's really really nice, because everyone, my mum even told like my mum's told me before, like she's 57 and she goes, oh, you know, oh, she w- w- didn't want you to say that, mate. Oh shit, sorry, mum.
1: Leanne, you only look 27.
0: <laughs> she had her birthday only last week, so happy birthday for the other week, mum. I love you. Uh, <laughs> but oh. she was saying a couple of years ago when I was feeling a bit lost in what I want to do, and she just said, mate, I- I'm you know in my 50s and i don't know what i want to do and even though it was kind of more of a overriding sentence like with no real answer behind it she was just saying it but it made me think i'm like you know what like there's lots of people out there that they just live for today and i know my mum's one of those people she just lives for today and you know she's very present yeah yeah and i love that but there's plenty of other messages and, and texts and 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 people that have reached out and a couple of people I know we want to mention. You know.
1: I mean, there's a lot of people and, and look, so many, we, we don't want to rot, read out the thousands, millions that say how great we are <laughs> and how good looking we are. We get them all the time. But yeah. um, no, we... You know we don't want to miss anybody out, and there's a lot. So we're very appreciative of everyone that writes nice comments. I suppose we just focus on some of the more hard-hitting questions. Just before we go, Doss, I thought I'd better mention this too. I don't actually have the specific message in front of me, but Will, Will James, who I mentioned last week too, and he and he was getting a little bit stroppy that we hadn't mentioned him earlier. So two weeks he's had a way, few what, mentions now, you. yeah, yeah. So uh, he he is gaining Instagram followers by the day, uh, but he actually <laughs> asked us a question because he's interested. He was interested in not burning out so he was talking about like how when you're trying all these new things and you're really pushing yourself in different directions he had a couple of other areas in his life that he's really focusing on but he's like i'm just feeling like i'm going to burn out and he said well how do you kind of deal with that as you add more things into your life from a positive sense mm. what do you reckon about that dos oh
0: yeah that's nice w nice a big part of that is just like you know my the saying me my family use is like inch by inch and that is the simplest term I'll put it. Is you can't inch by inch is a cinch, yard by yard it's hard. And that was on my dad's sayings, in and he would always say that to us kids. That's the way you got to do it. Like you can't do it all at once. I think when you're trying to implement, you know, whether it's a new habit, some change in your life, a new a new job, a new exercise routine, you know, a new diet, new sleeping pattern, whatever it is, like I think you have to take it in small small waves, because by doing it and, I, and i've been yeah, absolutely i've been i've been in that situation and i still do get myself in that because you want to do so well in all different areas and and then all of a sudden you yeah. you set out your you know your routine for the day and then it's so much that um not that you burn yourself out but you get up the next day and you realize jeez i could do all that again like i think what is it d what, what what is the is it the 66 that because I, I actually don't think it's 21 days of doing something straight creates a habit i think it's actually 66 how many days is
1: it? I, I I truly don't know. I actually don't know. So I know that it's ten thousand hours to become an expert.
0: Is it? Yeah. So because I, because I've struggled with this before, and I I think if you do it all, it's too much, and you end up pushing it all aside, and you end up doing none. Like that's what my experience is. Well, so one, by doing it, go.
1: Oh, sorry, mate. No, you go. The internet cut out. You go. <laughs>
0: no i was just going to say like my personal advice would be don't try so many different things at once it would be all right well what are the what are the three things that i really want to improve on is it i want to i want to start reading i want to get better sleep is it i want to lose some weight rather than five things or six things or seven things you know we've all seven areas or eight areas of our life that we want to do well in whether it's you know finance relationships spirituality confidence all these different things right i've even found myself recently looking at all those and going geez that's too much for me right now like in the current yeah state of my mind like simplify some things you know what are my non-negotiables going back to those if it's these four things let's just focus on these four things and tick them off today like you you've been doing as long as i'm controlling what i can control that's all that matters
1: what yeah exactly look i agree one thing that i heard a while ago from an entrepreneur he said he had i think six areas of his life that he was really sort of interested in mastering, in, say family, fitness, I'm making this up, business, yeah. Um, spirituality, whatever it is, right? But he said that he put it all in, I think, I, I truly can't remember if it was three-month blocks or six-month blocks. Let's just say six-month blocks. So he'll choose two, only two aspects and mm-hmm. he'll go hard and just really go hard on those for six months. So say it's fitness. I love so that. In those six months, he just goes, he's eating well, he's pushing his body, he's working out, he's doing all that kind of stuff. And then his other areas, family. So, you know in that six months he's really just focusing on his wife or his kids or his extended family and then the next six months he hopefully there's enough habit created from that to keep the fitness maintained to keep their family habits maintained Mm. but then now he's really going to work on his finance or his spirituality or you know whatever it is so that's one thing too so whether it's two or three pick a couple of areas of your life that you really want to sort of focus on and don't get bogged down in the other stuff there'll be time and place for that thanks again will for that question we do appreciate it
0: oh very good no i i'm sure we'll get around to hopefully mentioning a few other people um on some other episodes but mate we've already been going an hour i can't believe that and i know i know today's hopefully i haven't been too sour today just for those wondering you know last week Dee took over the podcast and we and edited it up um, and he just kind of voiced over some of it just because I wasn't really feeling up to it at that stage. And um, hopefully we can now start implementing some more and getting back in a bit more of a rhythm. It's hard and it's difficult, obviously, at the moment because it's me and Dee, You know, our, our face-to-face uh, interactions, you know, we bounce off each other and the chemistry is, it's probably a bit more funny when we're in person because today obviously it hasn't been as serious, I mean, as funny and... It's I haven't seen se-
1: Doss naked today either. You haven't seen me
0: what naked yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I, won't, I, won't, I won't do that over zoom too,
1: yeah yeah I know well, the screen's not big enough um but <laughs> yeah <well>. I, th- <laughs> I think the other thing too is that we're trying to document as you said earlier dos a bit of reasoning to as we did this it's document. it's something we want we wanted to have when we might have been 18 or, and moving forward but it's also documenting some of the bad times if we're doing this weekly we're going to have good weeks we're up and about we're going to have funny weeks where we're laughing and we're going to have weeks where it's hard to talk about it and it's a little bit more I wouldn't say sour, I just, I don't know what the word is, just not as vibrant or excited as normal and that's part of life, mate, and I think it's important that, you know, people can see all sides of us, last week was a bit more stupid, a bit more funny, and this week's probably a bit more serious than dealing with some of the pressures and feelings that everybody's dealing with right now in this situation, and as I look to the camera right now, I was looking at Wade, I've got two computers in front of me. I look at my notes and then I look back at the other camera and Wade Cusserson is deep-throating his microphone live <laughs> as I'm trying to make a serious point, mind you. So um, that's, not ba- that's not bad, mate. You actually got quite... Uh, there's no gag reflex. I'm quite <laughs> <laughs> quite pleasant. I was just watching
0: you and I was like, how can I make him laugh? So Yeah,
1: he's got experience with that. Funny enough, he's never done that in person. But... Um, <laughs> Anyway, so I think, what do you reckon, mate? I reckon, that, that I reckon
0: yeah, I'm, I'm starting to roast in this room because I've got the heater on and the sun's is yeah, peaking both through Both our now, faces so.
1: have gone purple. The, other, the, the listeners pink. won't be able to see that, but
0: hopefully this week we can obviously be a bit more, um, I might try and edit a few more videos and we can get some content out there. Yeah, <laughs> well
1: But yeah, keep keep messaging, guys. We What we're planning to do is either make this as sort of a three or four minute segment each week where we might answer one of these emails, or we might just sort of do it every few weeks and just sit down and, and go through them and just have a conversation and see where it leads. But keep writing in. We do appreciate it and we, do, we will read them out.
0: And uh, the old Instagram plug, uh, go follow D underscore. Uh, I'm sure every listener is already following already. But um,
1: Follow our personals too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, D. I reckon that's us.